was young, me and my mama had beef. 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Shed tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was poor and other little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama with things went wrong, we blame mama. Oh, that song gets me every time, I swear. Ooh, dear Mama Tupac. And if you don't know, y'all need to get on that because you'll cry and it's a banger. You know, nothing, nothing, nothing bad when it comes to Tupac. One of my favorite rappers out there, y'all. But what's up, y'all? Welcome to my podcast. It is called Blame It on My Mama. And yes, you heard that right. Blame it on my mama. So, if you get offended, you got a problem, you just want to take that up with my mama. <laughs> you know, I I didn't ask to be in this world. <laughs> she brought me in it, so y'all going to have to bring, bring any uh, situations up for her, okay? <laughs> All right, anyway, my name is DJ, and I will be your main host of this podcast. This is my very first episode and very first podcast ever. I'm going to have my dude BT come in and help me out here and there with hosting and we're gonna have some guests too as well yo and me and bt we are like cat williams and kevin hart i swear we are fucking hilarious this podcast is going to be lit and i don't know why i just said lit um <laughs> is that even in i'm i'm 33 years old so i don't even know the lingo would be changing way too much for me to be keeping up i don't have to ask my niece uh, <laughs> what i should and shouldn't be saying i know we still say 100 so and I can still say that. <laughs> All right, you guys, uh, coming up here, I'm going to just give you guys a little intro of who I am, what this podcast is going to be about, what to look forward to, and then we got a little, you know, I am making my first podcast to Twitch, one of my favorite dancers. We're going to talk about him um, and what's going on with him, and then we're going to answer some questions some people have asked me. I put it all on my Instagram, my TikTok, and my Snapchat to ask me any questions. And I will answer them on my very first podcast so you guys can get to know me. Um, so stay tuned here. Coming up. I'm a bad bitch and I got bad anxiety. People call me rude because I ain't letting them try me. Saying I'm a hoe because I'm in love with my body. Issues but nobody I can talk to about it. They keep saying I should get help. But I don't even know what I need. They keep saying speak your truth And at the same time say they don't believe Man, excuse me while I get into my feelings for a second Usually I keep it damn, but today I gotta tell it Not that anybody gives a fuck anyway But everybody talking shit probably sucks anyway Yeah, I don't even know how I feel I don't even know how I feel Today I really hate everybody And that's just me being real Yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Bad bitches have bad days too Friday, Saturday, Sunday Bounce back, high bad bitch, always do All I really wanna hear is it'll be okay Bounce back cause a bad bitch can have bad days Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, bad bitches have bad days too. <laughs> Megan the Stallion, anxiety. She came up with that song this year. It's really nice to see her rap about something deep and letting us bad bitches know it's okay not to be okay sometimes. We have bad days. <laughs> um, but welcome back, you guys. Oh, I was talking to my mom the other day, right? And she always says these crazy stories about when I was younger. Like this one time when I was two, my sisters decided to take a blanket, wrap it around my neck, uh, like it was a cape. 
you know, back then we worked with what we worked with. We were poor, so whatever we had, we we made up our imaginations. You know, we had like a we used to use our shoes for cars for our Barbies because you know we got the Barbie, but we never got the cars. <laughs> we had to do what we had to do. But anyway, they decided that they wanted to see if I could fly. This is back when we lived in Chicago, off this like two story building, y'all. Good thing my mom caught them before they were able to see if I could fly. Like, I always was like, damn, you know, I always thought I was magical and, you know, shit, but not that magical. <laughs> but anyway, it just seems like I'm always experiencing some near death experience uh, from rolling my car. I rolled it two times, landed upside down. Should have been dead, um, doctors and everybody said. But came out came out with just like a torn MCL, some bumps and bruises. Um, to a girl driving up on the sidewalk, hitting me with her car while screaming, I'm going to kill you, N-word. I'm going to kill you, N-word. Um, if it wasn't for some bushes and like the little curve thing, uh, I probably would not be here to be uh, telling that story to you guys. And we will have a podcast on that. And that girl will be named and there will be names. And if y'all get mad again, don't have to bring that up with my mama. <laughs> um, after that, I checked myself into Rogers Behavioral Health. Um, I wasn't doing well mentally. I always had problems with depression. Um, I think a lot of it does ex- stem from my childhood. But that event definitely was I think it's like the nail in the coffin you call it that was the nail in the coffin um I'm really not good with analogies so bear with me you guys if you hear me fuck up one or two of them like the two birds or one stone wait one two stones on birds I don't know again not good at analogies (laughs) um so yeah I checked myself in around your behavioral health um that definitely helped me out a lot with my mental issues uh, I will be having some lovely people that I have met there come on and we'll talk about our experience there. You guys, it's going to be fun me, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, so that's going to be really cool. So that is what my podcast is going to be about. It's just going to be talking to different people with different backgrounds, just learning about their childhood and how they grew up, um, things that have happened to them. Um, where, where they are at now in life, uh, obstacles they have overcome, things that help them overcome those obstacles. It's just going to be really nice to get people, no matter what color they are, you know, gay, straight, trans, binary. We're going to have everybody up on here, you know, give a little bit of, back, of their background and let us know that we're not alone. I think it's really nice to have different outlets because, um, you know, I always recommend everybody to go to the doctors and seek help because I am not a medical professional. But I do think it's nice to see different outlets and see different people from different backgrounds knowing you're not alone. We're also going to talk about what's going on in the world today. A little pop culture, talk a little shit. Because you know me, it's it ain't going to be a good podcast if we're not being a little petty. You know, (laughs) kidding. (laughs) But you guys, I'm super excited. So I'm excited for you guys. Get ready to cry and laugh all at the same time this podcast is going to be great it's going to be a great outlet i'm gonna have so many fucking funny stories for y'all let me tell you like shit that's happened i can't even make it up so i am super excited for you guys to join my podcast follow along with me um you know stay patient because i am 
still working on this. It's, it's taking me forever to actually even get this, like, recorded and sent out. So I am super excited for you guys to listen in. And I'm excited. If you have any feedback, definitely hit me up. Let me know um, as I go on, get better equipment and stuff so we can record a little bit better, too, as well. Y'all, with society today being just more acceptable and more proactive with mental health and with mental health increasing worldwide, it's just going to be super nice to have this podcast for an outlet for people. Um, There's going to be just so many different things I want to address. Uh, Especially definitely want to get into the black and brown communities. You know, what it is about mental health in the black and brown communities um, that is so important to address. And why is it such a stigma? Especially growing up black, it was really hard to express your feelings. You always needed to be tough. You always needed to be hard. So it's going to be really cool to address that um, on here. And speaking of addressing that, I do want to pay tribute to Stephen Boss. Um, Most of us would know him as Twitch, one of my favorite dancers out there. He definitely just kept me wanting to dance and express myself. So um, definitely want to play contribute to my opening to him. He passed a Tuesday, December 14th, so last week, um, 2022, from suicide. Uh, he was on the TV show, uh, So You Think You Can Dance. It's crazy because the dance, you guys, the dance that made him famous and the dance that people know him is for when he did a uh, dance with Alex Wong, who was like this contemporary ballet dancer and was like out of his comfort zone. And Twitch does hip hop and Twitch helped him like get out of his comfort zone and they crushed that dance. Uh, They danced to Out of Your Mind. Uh, That is going to be uh, down below. uh, So you'll have that link. And then with that dance, Ellen loved it so much that she wanted to do a rendition of it. So, uh, her and Twitch did a rendition of that on the Ellen show. I'll have that link too down below. Ellen can dance, y'all, though. Yo, I was like, okay, Ellen, I see you. Come through. <laughs> she can dance. And then Ellen liked him so much. This is how much humble of a guy is. Ellen liked him so much that she hired him, and he's been a DJ on the Ellen show, and I think he kind of helped produce a couple of things on there too as well. So that's, like, super cool, and... Um, you know, again, he's one of my favorite dancers that, you know, it inspired me. Um, if any of you guys don't know, I used to teach hip hop and contemporary at G tech dance studio for a few months, um, with, for little kids, um, and Twitch, I did meet him out in Fond du Lac once. I guess he was here for Julie's shut up and dance. He did like a hip hop, like, um, class that he would like travel around the world and like people could pay him to go to the studio to like teach hip-hop um i also when julie shut up so you think you can dance i I think or shut up and dance is her studio i don't know if it's still around she used to do um dancing with the stars here in fond du lac which was like you know owners of like companies and big names here in fond du lac um my sister's ex-husband's brother uh did a hip-hop um, one with one of the stars, and I helped him choreograph for that too, so that was pretty cool. Um, I definitely miss dancing, and once my foot gets better, I'll get back into that. Um, but it's crazy with 
Twitch, they found him, you know, in a motel. I guess that Monday he turned off his phone, went to a motel, and the uh, worker at the motel found him dead with a gunshot wound to his head. Um, and he did leave a note, uh, but all it said when I was looking up what the note said, it just said some, it just, he just referenced his past challenges. He didn't really say what they were. And I'm thinking, you know, it might've just been, you know, his childhood, who knows, but he, you know, had beautiful kids, three beautiful kids. And then his wife, Allison, who also was on, so you think you can dance. That's where he met her. Um, you would never guess he was dealing with depression, y'all, cause he always looked happy on like social media and stuff. And that's what's crazy because you could never, you you never know. Depression looks anyway. And I'm I'm not one of those people who only posts like fun and happy stuff, like just surfacey stuff on my social media accounts. I really don't like when I get down to the nitty gritty and the depression and all that stuff. So I leave that for you know my doctor and you know my my, my gut friends. Uh, I just, you know, by like experiencing those thoughts to myself, just someone who's gone through those things, um, you sometimes people feel like I know that I felt like a few times in my life, more probably more than a few times. The only way to get rid of the pain or the hurt or the embarrassment is to end it. Um, what I've learned is that if I would have ended my life, um, I would have missed some great moments in my freaking life. And I've had some great moments in my life. Had some bad moments, but I also had some great moments. And I would have never got to experience those. Um, So I just want to leave this here. Um, One of the things when you are dealing with depression, this is something I just want to let you guys know, and this is how I process it. I just process my pain by viewing it as a temporary challenge on the path like towards my happiness so you know that is something i want anybody who's out there struggling to think of uh when they are feeling down or out um, and you can also call or text 988 it's a it's a helpline for suicide help um or so also you can do a chat on 988lifeline.com i'll have that attached for you guys too as well um so let's get to the fun stuff y'all Questions. <laughs> questions, questions, questions. Here we go. All right. First question here. Um, they want me to answer what comes to my mind when I hear mental health. Well, when I do talk about like mental health, um, this, uh, what I'm talking about is like parts of ourselves, like our identities, uh, our self-esteem, like our feelings, um, just our like um, belongingness, I should say. So that's what I think when it comes to mental health. Um, everybody has their own, you know, like ways of addressing mental health. And that's basically what I think for that question. So that was that question. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, some of the, if someone wants to know some of the things we will hear on our podcast, um, dude, I, people's background, things they've gone through, crazy stories and stuff that's happened to me, and y'all, 
I, I wish I was making some of this stuff up, but it happened. <laughs> um, three movies I would recommend. I mean, I really don't think I have three, but uh, I really like Saving Private Ryan. I like uh, Isaiah. And then, oh, I like Enough with J-Lo. Um, those are three. Uh, three podcasts, it says here. I would recommend um, there's a Black Girl Mental Health podcast, which is really good. I love listening to that. If y'all like, oh, if I have, those are really, really good podcasts. I'm, I'm telling y'all, it, especially for, for my black women. Um, I do like Joe Rogan. Y'all don't hate me when I say that, but I like Joe Rogan. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then there's uh, Trayton. Uh, he's a, it's like an inspirational speaker. And yo, he touches my soul when I hear him. I think he used to be like a football player or something. But, yeah, those would be my three podcasts right there. Um, let's see what else we have here. Ooh, what do people misunderstand about me the most? Mm, about you the most. Ooh, that's a good one. A lot. Like, I'm really not as mean as I come off to be. <laughs> I actually, I'm actually very, very sensitive. <laughs> But I am over dramatic, though. That I am. So I would say, yeah, like I'm actually not as mean as I come off to be. And I'm really kind of shy when I first meet people, or unless I have alcohol in me, then I'm not so shy. Um, my favorite childhood memory is a question here. Um, actually, I don't know if I have any that I can remember. I, I, do, I did like uh, camping with my childhood friend Tiffany Sturm and her family. Those are some of my, probably some of my favorite childhood memories. Let's see. If I could be remembered for something, what would be what would it be? Um, I think like when I go out a lot, a lot of people, like a lot of parents, or people know me from running track and stuff. But that's like way back in high school. So if that's the only thing I can be remembered by when I'm 33, that'd be sad. Um, <laughs> let me think of something else. Oh, just my, my one-liners, my jokes. I'm always going to be remembered by that. Everybody always tells me I should be a comedian. And that is something that I, I have been working on is uh, doing a stand-up, writing out my own stand-up. So I would say that. I'm fucking hilarious. Well... At least I think I am. <laughs> um, what is an insult you receive that you are proud of? Oh, shit. I don't know. Oh, then I'm petty. <laughs> oh, I should be proud of that. Oh, that I'm a bitch. I don't know. Anybody who insults me, I'm usually just proud of it all. I'm, I'm proud that, like, I got, dang, I'm living rent-free up in their head. <laughs> sucks to be them <laughs> but you know i do like free things <laughs> what uh has been your favorite job you held i would think my job now is actually one of my favorite jobs ever working in the lab um i love working in the lab i didn't think i would like the medical field so that's why i got into like sales and accounting uh, in the beginning of my early 20s and stuff and 
I actually like the medical field. It's fun. You get to meet interesting people, and it's never a dull moment, so <laughs> that's always nice. So I did the job I have now. I also did, like, working for uh, J.J. Keller, which they did, like, OSHA DOT. Um, I really like the money there. Um, and my best friend, my be- one of my best friends, Kelsey, worked there, so that was always nice. Oh, you know, bartending at uh, the golf course would probably be up there, too. Oh, did I have fun night golfing? Yeah, those good times there too. So I would say those those three, for sure. <laughs> and then it says, "What is the worst job I ever held?" I'm gonna say my least favorite job would probably when I worked at BioLife, and I just worked there just to get a step into the medical field while I was in school. Um, dude, I've worked with all white people all the time, and that place, pretty racist. Um, and I don't like to say everybody's racist and people are racist, like that's not a thing. But it's crazy because it wasn't the people coming in to donate, it was the employees and just the things people like, Jang, like, did I, sometimes I'm like, shit, am I white? Did he just say that? Like, the hell? Like, y'all stay tuned to that. That's gonna be an episode right there. The shit I had to deal with there. Uh, <laughs> I have, uh, if I could go back. And tell my 18-year-old self something, what would it be? Damn. I don't even know. A lot. Just fuck it. Do it. (laughs) Travel. Like, live your life. So basically everything I did. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, that's that's a hard question. Because I've done some stupid shit. (laughs) Done some stupid shit, so. Oh, Damn, there'd be a lot of that to tell my 18 year old self, but I know my 18 year I know it'd be pointless because my 18 year old self wouldn't even listen to me. <laughs> uh, let's see, some people. Here's a good question people who influence you or impact your life. Um, someone who I look up to is my older sister, Lanye. Um, she manages at the pediatric center of the Children's Hospital. Um, did she, you know is successful black woman all by her damn self okay when i say by her damn self by her damn boss goals when she pulls up in her mercedes i'm like yes that that will be me one day like just great mom great work ethic like oh she's everything i hope to be hopefully soon in the next couple of years but yes, she definitely, as an older sister, definitely paid the path to, for something to look up and to see that, you know, I can do that. Like, you know, my sister did it. Like, I could probably do it too, maybe. <laughs> She's a very ambitious woman, and she definitely is a great woman. And someone who impacted my life is probably my grandma on my biological dad's side. It's another story. My crazy connections I have with my family. Um, my grandma Hazel, she is probably one of the most loving women I've ever met. So caring. Um, I, I definitely think I was her favorite grandchild. I'm just saying. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay. <laughs> um, she helped me a lot. Like my first car, she like co-signed for it. So she was a great woman. I know she worked for like the suicide hotline at the hospital you know, she left a great legacy and uh, she just, she could just talk to you and you just listen. 
you just listen. Like, whatever she said was all ears. Zip your mouth. Like, it was just nice. And, you know, I'll have some fun stories about her. Uh, definitely, definitely a biblical woman. Like, everything she said was biblical somehow. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, Grandma is always up before all of us. She'd be waking up so early. So one time I set my alarm to wake up at like 3 in the morning. My grandma was up. I was like, Grandma, how are you... What time did you get up? And she was like, child, you know I've been up before Jesus was born. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, when was Jesus born? Trying to calculate over here? Like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> it was only some biblical shit. You had to go pull out the Bible and figure out what the fuck she said. <laughs> and what it meant. Um, on here, my favorite trip. Um, I think Jamaica was my favorite trip. Because that was like my first like real trip ever and it was out of the country and we uh did a cruise ship and i got to zip line in jamaica that was that was a pretty fun trip so i'd say that um and then we have are you a introvert or extrovert Ooh, i'm a little bit of both like i like to do things and go out but at the same time i don't um i hate going out because i hate being around people but if i have enough to drink i love going out uh, and then I have here <laughs> my favorite <laughs> redneck moment. <laughs> well, I really didn't do redneck things until like my senior year of high school. My uh, boyfriend at that time, Travis, definitely a big redneck. Um, but I'm pretty sure we went like hay riding on like a back of like a minivan back seat or like a couch or something. And the four wheeler was pulled behind that. It was They called it the redneck hay ride. So we had to, I had some good times with them. Like I shot my first gun in his backyard. Um, yeah, had sex in his truck on the ice. That was fun. I, I was definitely terrified that I was gonna fall through. Oh yeah, fell I, I fell through the river <laughs> on a four wheeler with him. So I, oh, a lot of good redneck stories with him. <laughs> All right, so. Thank you guys for listening in to my intro to my very first podcast, very first episode. Stay tuned to Blame It On My Mama. Yes, again, Blame It On My Mama. Keep a lookout for my next episode. I'm excited for you guys to join this journey with me. And I will be right black, okay? All right, I'll be black for real you guys <laughs> so again thank you so much for tuning in to blame on my mama again my name is dj i'm your host any questions hit me up over and out the plan is to show you that i understand you all appreciate it. Don't you know you love this Don't you know we love you?